your podcast home for all things coastal athletics. This is The Shot Pod. Now here's your host, Sam Wiederhaft. ESPN College Game Day! To your city! There's been a lot going on this week, but here's what we know. College game day on Saturday morning from 9 to noon on ESPN right from campus. Then after that, it's Coastal Carolina and number 8, BYU at Brooks Stadium. What a wild turn of events this one was. We'll have Coastal play-by-play voice Joe Cashin as our guest this week to try and dissect just what happened this week to make this matchup happen But first, we'll talk about what happened in Shauna Clear Athletics last week. The women's basketball team got their season started with a win over South Carolina State, 88-56. The preseason All-Sunbelt first team member Asia Blunt led the Shauns with 17 points, but four other players also ended up in double digits with Tyra Brown and Janine Camp finishing with 15 points, Alana Denson with 14, and Kaylin West ending up with 12. Coastal shot an impressive 6 of 12 from three-point range as the ladies picked up their fourth season-opening win in a row. The men played an hour later at the HTC Center against North Carolina Wesleyan and handled them easily, 117-68. to The junior college transfer DeAnthony Tipler led Coastal with 28 points and redshirt freshman Isam Mustafa added 21 in his first collegiate game. Three other players also got into double digits with Tyreek Dixon scoring 20 and Devontae Jones and Deshaun Thomas both collecting 13 points as the shots move to 1-0 on the season. In the middle of both the women's and the men's games, the Shauna Clear football team held their perfect record at Texas State with a 49-14 win in the pouring rain and more importantly won their first Sunbelt East Division title. They'll be playing in the Sunbelt Championship against Louisiana on December 19th. It was C.J. Marable's time to shine against the Bobcats with 16 rushes for 160 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Reese White also added 72 more rushing yards and a score as well. Grayson McCall went 11 for 18 for 154 yards and threw for two touchdowns, both to Javon Hiley. The win pushes Coastal to 9-0, one of only four teams with nine wins. The others being Notre Dame, our previous opponent, Liberty, and now the new team coming in, BYU. College Game Day took a look at our matchup with Liberty and said, hey, this is a game we need to feature. But in the middle of the week, it came out that Liberty was having COVID issues and they won't be able to play. On the spot, Coastal and BYU started talking, and all of a sudden, it's two unbeaten teams in an even bigger matchup on Saturday. There were a lot of moving parts with this, and I caught up with play-by-play voice Joe Cashin to preview this new matchup. So here's my conversation with Joe Cashin. Radio play-by-play voice of the Coastal Carolina, Sean Clears, Joe Cashin, joining me on the Sean Pod. Joe, thanks for taking the time out of this incredibly busy day. We're recording this interview on a Thursday, and obviously a lot's changed. Uh, it started off going into the end of the week. We had the news of game day coming in on Monday, and it was going to be against Liberty, and that just all blew up on Wednesday when Liberty uh, had COVID issues. BYU came out of nowhere, and that game got scheduled. It came out 
just early Thursday morning. So, Joe, what's the what's the week been like for you uh, in preparation coming up for this big game on Saturday? Thanks for letting me join you, Sam. And, yeah, this has been quite the week. You know, we started with Liberty coming to town and renewing that old rivalry that we had back in our Big South days. It was a great run that we had against those guys, 14 games, and we split them down the middle. And then we get word that game day is coming to town to, you know, to pick this thing up, a top 25 matchup. And then as you alluded to just a second ago, I mean, everything just kind of blew up on Wednesday, you know, and it's unfortunate that Liberty had the COVID issues or they've still got them that they do. But, you know, kudos to our athletics director, Matt Hogue, and, and the, the administration at BYU for being able to step into the breach here with just 48 hours to go thereabouts to kicking this thing off to, to get them into town and, you know, radio hits and having to do, redo charts and all that kind of stuff. It's just kind of crazy and trying to get everything organized, but uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, this is going to be the biggest thing football wise that we've ever done. Honestly, you know, I mean, you know, athletics wise, the national championship in 2016, that's, that's still at the top of the list, but I'm going to tell you what this game and game day being in town, it's got to be right up there with it. And I can't wait till Saturday. And that's one thing that kind of, in my opinion, has gotten buried underneath everything going on is the fact that College Game Day on Monday announced that they were coming to, uh, it was at that time it was going to be Coastal Carolina and Liberty, but it seems like the game just gets pushed up another level with number eight BYU coming in. Uh, what do you think all the aspects of Saturday for the university with game day and the huge game against BYU, what do you think that all means for the university? Oh, it's just, it's phenomenal, Sam. I mean, just, you know, the exposure that, that Coastal Carolina and Conway and Horry County and Myrtle Beach gets out of this. I mean, you can't put a price tag on that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, even right now, trending on Twitter, you know, being talked about by the biggest names in college football announcers and analysts and whatnot. They're excited about this. I mean, they're talking about this being the, the latest matchup of undefeated teams in a long, long time. And there haven't been very many of them. This late in the season when you get two undefeated squads going up against each other. But in terms of just being able to showcase this university and, you know, having admissions and new applications and being able to reach out to prospective college students, you know, people looking to go to college somewhere and having our name right there for everybody to see. I mean, you literally cannot put a price tag, invaluable exposure and, you know, just so excited about it. And really all season long, Coastal has had this being on national television as many times as we have. And this is kind of the cherry on top, the icing on the cake, getting getting game day in there and a big-time matchup like this. Yeah, talking about this season as a whole, 2020 for Coastal Carolina has had a lot of ups and not really a lot of downs. And you've been a part of the broadcast team since 2003 when the football team started. I'm sure this season ranks uh, at the top for you. What's been your favorite part so far of the 2020 football season? I think for starters, just the fact that we had a season. Just the fact that people were, yeah, had the courage to say, you know what, we we can try this. Yeah, I mean, there's a pandemic out there, but we've got to keep moving with life, and we can move with college football. We can at least give it a shot to see if we can make this thing work. And you know, all the people out there talking about, well, I don't think it can be done. It's not worth it. Well, you're not hearing a whole lot from those folks now because absolutely, what's going to happen here is every bit worth it. And what we've done this season has been, you know worth the effort and worth what's happened. And yeah, I mean, this is the biggest season ever for us. I mean, it, certainly at this level, there's no question about that. We had a bunch of great years at the FCS level, had a great run with coach David Bennett when he started the program. And then when coach Moglia, Joe Moglia came along and took it to another level. And then when we moved up, 
first three years were a struggle, but this season has just been absolutely phenomenal. Just, I mean, could never have dreamed that we would be where we are right now. I knew we would be better. Last year we were close, couldn't quite get over the hump. This year we've gotten over the hump and then some, you know, with some of the wins that we've had and beating Louisiana, beating App and, you know, like you say, there hadn't been very many, <laughs> there hadn't been very, very many down moments, and that's good. And so far, no blemishes on the record. And hopefully, we'll continue with no blemishes after Saturday. We'll see. In your mind, and watching this team through the season, what have been the main factors that have led Coastal Carolina to this nine and zero record, and now being talked about as possibly the best Sun Belt team of all time so far? I think a lot of things, Sam, have gone into this. Number one, the culture that Jamie Chadwell has tried to cultivate here at Coastal <laughs> has really taken root. And, and you can really see those efforts coming to fruition this season where everybody has bought into this thing. You know, you can't have a 9-0 football team without everybody being on board and being on board with a culture, pulling for one another, getting behind each other, believing what they're doing, believing what the coaches are doing. So I think that's number one. Number two, you know, you look at every side of the ball, offense, defense, special teams, offensively, we got a quarterback, you know. I mean, that's all you really have to say. we got a quarterback, Grayson McCall. Kid's been phenomenal this season. I mean, he's been the best we've had since Alex Ross was here. A lot of old-time Coastal fans will remember Ross. I mean, he essentially rewrote our offensive record book as a quarterback from 13 to 17. And, and Grayson has been, you know, 2.0 Alex Ross, honestly. I mean, he's just been phenomenal. Our offensive line has been great. Our backs have been special. Wideouts have, have really done a great job, even though we've been thin there. You go to the defensive side of the ball, and we got a bunch of guys in that front seven that are going to play on Sunday, I think. At least three or four guys are going to have a shot. Teron Jackson, in my opinion, is the Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Year. Can't block that guy, you know. Just And he's, he's an even better person off the field than I think he is a player on it. Just nothing bad to say about that young man. He is just outstanding. C.J. Brewer has had a big all-conference kind of year. Getting Jeff Gunner back as our bandit has been huge. Holy mackerel. You know, that, that guy just makes a bunch of plays. You know, Enoch McConzo has been big there. Gerard Clark has had a great year at nose tackle. You know, Jordan Strong as a, as a new addition in our in our secondary has had, you know, had been, you know, he's been just huge with five interceptions and the one that really closed out the app game. So I can name a bunch of guys, but, you know, offense, defense, and our special teams have been very solid. You know, Massimo, eight of nine kicking field goals this year, made the one that we absolutely had to have to beat Louisiana. You know, and Chuck Overson's done a great job. C.J. Shrimp, I think, is the best long snapper in the country. So, you know, again, just a total team effort from top to bottom, and that, that is what has led us to where we are right now. Now, you say that Coastal has a quarterback, but BYU has a, has a pretty good quarterback as well. Zach Wilson has led them to an undefeated record, a number eight ranking in the AP poll, 26 touchdowns, uh, very few interceptions. He's thrown for over 2,700 yards. The big matchup, I think, in, in what you mentioned, you mentioned the whole defense, is going to be that matchup between Zach Wilson and the Coastal defense with really only two days to prepare because this game was scheduled officially early on Thursday. So how do you think that matchup is going to work between the high-powered BYU offense and Coastal's defense? Adjustments, adjustments, adjustments. Who can make the adjustments? We, we, which staff can, can figure it out faster than the other staff? You know, they hadn't had a whole lot of time either, and they've got to make the long trip, even though they probably had a little more time. They might, they might have anticipated this game coming down, you know, a little bit maybe before we did. But, you know, this is going to be one of those wild things where you just – you don't have time to crunch film. You don't have a lot of time to go through a lot of stuff. You're just going to have to get out there 11 versus 11 and adjust, see who can do that the best. You know, can we slow these guys down a little bit? I mean, they average, 
you know, 47 points a game, 530-plus yards of total offense. I mean, the numbers just pop when you look at that stat sheet. They just jump right off the stat sheet. It's unbelievable, you know. And, and can our defense can, – can we slow them down? Offensively, can we maintain possession of the football? Can we do Jamie Chadwell football? Can we take that ball and just grind them out and keep that offense off the field? I, th- I think that's going to be a big thing. Can we hang on to it? Can we manage a run game against a run defense in BYU that's, you know, they don't, yeah, they, they allow maybe 90 yards a game on the ground? Can we do something there? You know, can we grind them out some and hang on to it? So I, I think, again, it's all going to go back to who can figure out the other one the fastest in this game, in my opinion. Now, before this game, we were saying the App State game was the biggest football game in Coastal Carolina football history. Uh, the The environment for that game was it was loud. It was only 5,000 people, but it was still a very loud environment. How much do you think home field advantage plays into this game with BYU coming in now? I hope a lot, to be honest with you. And, and you mentioned the, the App State crowd. I, I think I mentioned on the air kind of late in that game when our defense was out there when we had 5,000 and they were just hollering. It was so awesome in there. I said – and is it loud in here? <laughs> Gosh, that was just great to hear that, you know, that amount of people make that much noise. You know, they haven't been able to play in front of fans. BYU, is, you know, they've not been able to play in front of anybody out on their home field. Now, they've gone a couple of places where there have been some fans, but I hope our, our people are ready and energized by everything I've seen on social media. They should be. You know, everybody that can get there with a ticket, needs to get there and make some noise and, and kind of hopefully rattle these guys a little bit. Kind of like, I think Ab got a little bit rattled. You know, I don't think they were used to that. They're used to playing in front of their home people up in Boone and, you know, they rattle other people, but I think they got a little bit shook with our people making as much noise. So hopefully in this game, we'll show up and our crowd will be loud and into this thing and there'll be a big time factor. Joe, I'll leave you with this one. You've been around the team for 17 years now. Is this the most excited you've ever been for a Coastal Carolina football game? You know, this this game is so new that <laughs> just popped up. I mean, I, I'm butterflies are already going. Probably, Sam, yeah. I mean, there, there have been a lot of big moments, a lot of big games that I've been fired up about. You go all the way back to our first game. You know, the very first time we ever took the field against Newberry in 03. It's like, man, this is exciting. What are we going to see here tonight? Can we go out there and play? And not only do we go play, we won. And then we beat James Madison two years later. They were the number one team in the country. And our fans, once again... Storm the field and rip the goalpost down. You know, that was just phenomenal. I just got excited about that. Going to beat Montana in 2013 in the playoffs. That was a big one. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt about that. You know, no, no doubt about this This being, you know, certainly since we've been FBS. I mean, this is absolutely you know, gigantic, a, a football game, because you got, like we've talked about, game day in town, top 10 team, teams in the college football playoff rankings right now trying to battle for position. And, you know, just about everybody in the college football world right now talking about this game and talking about Coastal Carolina. So, yeah, the butterflies are already going. You know, 4.30 on Saturday, we'll flip that switch, and <laughs> we're, we're going to roll with it and be excited about it. Joe Cash in the voice of Coastal Carolina football, thanks for joining me. Uh, good luck with the rest of the preparation in the two days that you have to do it, um, and have a great call on Saturday. Sam, thanks so much, and thanks for your work on Coastal Women's Basketball, the new voice for Coastal Women's Basketball. I thought you did a great job in your first broadcast the other night, and I look forward to listening to you all season. Hey, I appreciate it. I'll be listening to you on the bus ride to NC State for Sunday's game. All righty then. All right, thanks, Joe. So College Game Day will be at Brooks Stadium from 9 to noon before the huge game, again, the biggest game in Coastal football 
history. And the first time a ranked opponent is coming to Conway, and it's number eight, BYU. The game has been pushed back to 5.30, but still on ESPNU as of right now. You can check OCCUsports.com for any updates to the channel or game time for this one. The Cougars have had a stellar year in 2020 at 9-0, and and nobody has been better than quarterback Zach Wilson. He's thrown for over 2,700 yards, 26 touchdowns, and just two interceptions. And his offense is averaging over 47 points a game. It'll be a battle of the quarterbacks, and you all know what Grayson McCall can do, but his job will be a lot harder with a BYU defense that only gives up 13.9 points per game. There's not much else to say. This is a huge game. Watch College Game Day on ESPN from 9 to noon, live from Brooks Stadium, and the night matchup with two 9-0 teams on the surf turf, Coastal Carolina and BYU on ESPNU at 5.30. The men's basketball team has a game against Columbia International on Thursday night at 6 p.m. At the time this podcast comes out, that game will have been completed. So head over to the website, goccusports.com, to see the result, men's basketball against Columbia International. And on Monday at 6 p.m. at the HTC Center, it's Coastal Carolina taking on North Carolina Central. That game will be on ESPN+, and the audio will also be streamed on goccusports.com. With that, the women's basketball team travels to Raleigh on Sunday for a matchup with the 8th-ranked NC State Wolfpack. It'll be the first-ranked team Coastal has played since 2017, and it starts at 2 o'clock on Sunday. The radio stream, again, will also be available on GoCCUsports.com, and the game will also be broadcasted on ACC Network Extra. As always, you can keep up with all the action for all of our sports on the Shauna Clear Athletics Twitter page at GoCCUSports and our website, GoCCUSports.com. We'll wrap things up right there. A crazy week, and we got this Shant Pod done. Thank you for listening to the Shant Pod this week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Joe Cashin for talking to me on short notice to get us all ready for number 14, taking on number 8, BYU, on the biggest Saturday in school history. This is Sam Wiederhouse saying, hey, let's beat BYU and go Shants.